Okay, hello and welcome to the PA podcast. Um, today we're talking about dementia and how the older population can deal with dementia through various different intervention methods. Um, here with me today is Georgia and Jade. Um, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, so why are we focusing on this population? Um, so as an older adult, kind of regular physical activity is one of the most important things um, an adult can do for their health. Um, it can delay the onset of many health problems um, that also come with aging. See, um, and as well as kind of um, getting stronger bones, stronger muscles um, to reduce kind of injury risk if they fall um, and, and those kind of that kind of stuff. Um, and in terms of kind of meeting World Health Organization levels, um, older adults, they're meant to follow the same guidelines as regular adults with a um, kind of emphasis on balance and strength training um, kind of three days a week to enhance functional capacity and to prevent falls. Um, I think um, it's important to mention here that the elderly are at a greater risk of falls, which actually leads to admissions to nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Around 30 to 50 percent of people living in long term care institutions fall each year and healthy aging is a lifelong process. It doesn't just happen overnight. Patterns of harmful behaviour which are often established in early life, can reduce the quality of life and even result in a premature death. So I guess the question you're kind of wondering is like, what is dementia? So dementia is a decline in cognitive function. This is where basic tasks become difficult to perform or remember. So some symptoms of dementia may include memory loss, um, sort of a lack of communication skills. Your thinking becomes altered emotional control becomes more difficult so you tend to get more frustrated at simple things and your social behavior changes so you struggle to sort of be in a social environment uh, there's kind of many causes of dementia simple things such as age genetic factors medical conditions and your type of lifestyle and then a highly researched sort of cause of dementia is this reduction in blood flow to the brain but we'll cover that more later on So something that really shocked me was that dementia is one of the largest growing diseases around the world. Currently, more than 55 million people live with dementia worldwide, and it is the seventh leading cause of death among all diseases. Actually, by 2050, it is expected that 131 million people will suffer from this disease. So dementia is kind of like an umbrella. um, And from this Alzheimer's is one of the most common types of dementia, which contributes to about 60 to 70 percent of all cases. Um, Thank you for those statistics, Georgia. So let's just talk a little bit more about dementia. So there's sort of three key stages. So early stage dementia is often overlooked as general forgetfulness. Um, And then the sort of middle stage where the symptoms become much clearer. So it includes forgetfulness of names and events. You start needing help with more personal care and communication becomes difficult. And then sort of the later stages, this is where total dependency and inactivity occurs. The symptoms are much more serious in this stage. And they may include things like you become quite aggressive towards other people. And it's usually coming from a frustration point of view from the patient and then sadly the patient begins to not recognize people like family and friends so thank you guys some really important information i guess moving on from um dementia as in what it is what are the kind of um, interventions that we could use so how what ways can we help people with dementia to either attain their 
kind of abilities or, or delay the onset of this? Um, so the most common form of intervention that I've found was physical activity. It's a very well-researched use of prevention for dementia. Um, so it reduces this cognitive decline. Um, so you sort of get this once you start forming dementia. And then, as mentioned before, a highly researched cause of dementia is this lack of blood flow to the brain. So exercise is known to improve this blood flow, especially aerobic exercise. And by improving the blood flow to the brain, you're going to be increasing the oxygen the brain's getting. And this will therefore help sort of improve the neurological function. So, Jade, I was also researching intervention strategies and there's schemes by many different organisations that promote physical activity. So there's one called Bounce Alzheimer's Therapy, which is a foundation charity which was set up in 2015. And by working with neuroscience specialists, they created a table tennis table specifically designed to enhance a therapeutic experience for those living with dementia. So it um, created contrast. So the table was plain white and then they played with bright coloured balls. Um, it meant that they could have a longer focus because the table actually had sides on it. So they could really focus on that game and not be distracted. And it also provided that social contact um, with other people with the disease, with their carers and things like that. And this just made it such a more sustainable therapy for them. Um, so I was kind of going from, on from that. My previous research, I know that um, British Gymnastics also run an Asian dementia friendly programme. Um, which use kind of sat down movement to benefit um, physical and uh, emotional and cognitive aspects um, with kind of people through across various different forms of dementia. So can we call it early stage or advanced stage? Um, so one issue they found there was that not many people got involved. So Georgia, how can we improve participation within these dementia patients? So one of the main um, ways that is across the board is this idea of behaviour change and this is a goal for staff working directly with constitutions, organisations, governments and also the communities involved and it's where individuals are charged, um, they get given a task which is thought of like an intervention and this goal is to design and implement programmes or interventions that produce the desired behavioural changes. So in terms of behaviour change of people with dementia, care workers often provide support to dementia patients to help them change their responses to interventions such as this physical activity. Okay, so I know that kind of again from my previous research, Nyman um, did a systematic review on these behaviour change theories um, and they kind of got people to either set goals or um, kind of change behaviour or do some kind of social support. Um, which obviously is quite um, feasible and acceptable because it's obviously cheap to do and you know getting people to write especially dementia patients to write down goals um, and stuff can obviously be quite uh, useful for them and um, with memory and, and stuff so kind of this study as a whole showed that there's kind of mixed promise for uh, physical activity but little effect on participant adherence um, and these kind of goal settings were like we said before kind of low cost but there was no real technique that showed promise for increasing adherence to physical activity um, among people with dementia. Um, actually, to contradict your statement there, George, Clara Tell found that goal setting was actually the most feasible and acceptable intervention for sort of people with dementia and 
This achieved an increase in activity engagement. So the study included oh, it was for participants over 50 and they were suffering from early stage dementia. Uh, a little bit about the study is it was a con- it was a pilot randomised control trial and both the participant and researchers were blind groups assigned. So this just makes the results more accurate and reliable as no bias could have been shown. OK, so away from the point of interventions, I suppose the most obvious is this drug therapy and using different drugs to cope and deal with this illness. And there's a study in 2021 which compared um, physical activity and a drug called Dinepazil, which is a treatment for Alzheimer's. Um, physical activity was definitely efficient for both Alzheimer's and people with mild cognitive impairment. However, they found that the dinepazil wasn't as effective for people that didn't have um, the illness. And for people with mild cognitive impairment, it wasn't that effective. However, they did conclude that physical activity is a good complementary intervention um, to the use of drugs such as dinepazil. And there's a load more out there um, that haven't that I haven't actually read research on. Okay, so kind of going against what you said there, Georgia, um, I know Cheng et al, he kind of suggested instead of drug therapy, using kind of more mental games and meditation um, can help preserve the cognitive function um, in dementia patients. So they used a game called Mahjong, which is similar to kind of dominoes, um, and they also did Tai Chi. uh, And they basically found that even those with significant cognitive impairment, um, such as, well, they used dementia patients, they kind of provided as much of a benefit as medication. Um, And again, the games are low cost, Tai Chi doesn't require any additional equipment. Um, So it makes it a kind of feasible and as well as acceptable, maybe as opposed to drugs, which could cost more or maybe not even might um, might not even, sorry, suit the patients. And it does make it a bit more of a, um, I guess, suitable um, intervention. Yeah, I suppose talking about obviously medication can be quite costly and there's also the side effects to it. So going back to my previous point about physical activity, um, it was that it has been found that only certain types of physical activity actually reduce the decline in cognitive functioning. So Leah Tao did a study with over 15,000 participants who were all over the age of 65 and it found the, the participants who primarily carried out aerobic activity and focused on sort of exercises that challenged your mind and body had a significant reduction in their severity of dementia symptoms, whereas exercises such as stretching and toning didn't reduce or affect um, the sort of decline in dementia. I guess really from this you can get the aerobic exercise along with exercises that get you to focus on your mind and body should probably be recommended for the elderly population. So going from that and talking about like aerobic activity, swimming is a good aerobic activity to um, get involved in and there's actually an um, intervention on this for um, patients with dementia and it's called the Dementia Friendly Swimming Project and this promotes low impact exercise which Um, improves the quality of life in all stages of dementia and research has shown that swimming can reduce anxiety, improve mood and also enhance the psychological well-being um, of these patients and Hobden et al in 2019 um, looked at the effects of swimming um, in people with dementia 
Um, so they interviewed the patients, the carers and the organisers. And from this, both carers and patients sort of felt a sense of freedom. Um, the carers didn't really have this responsibility because the patients were off doing their own thing with um, the organisers. And the patients really enjoyed the programme and it also gave them a good support network and a lot of new relationships were formed. And this kind of informal support um, has been found to actually reduce depression as well. Okay, so that's, you know, provided a really good insight and some really valuable um, information. So I guess if we're trying to conclude from this, um, I, so I suppose we could say that physical activity is a valid intervention um, and it really provides a good cognitive engagement. Um, and that research suggests that it can also delay the onset of dementia as well as reduce effects of patients currently with dementia. I think it's um, important to mention, like, to note that I think a combination of these interventions is really important. Um, definitely physical activity is a big one and more research on specifying the best physical exercise and make it more personal to that specific stage and even age groups um i just think that's more important to give it more that personal touch yeah i suppose going on from that personal sort of touch of it um some elderly people struggle with exercise um i mean they might have issues where they can't exercise or they might fear exercising for getting injured so although it appears that physical activity might be the best to help them with their dementia it might not be best if they feel they can't do it. Um, so maybe like mental activities might be better suited for these people. There is lack of research in the mental activities and how they will help dementia. So maybe this should be further researched um, and then maybe be compared to physical activity. I think going on from that, actually, Jade, um, a big part of it is the social support from carers, from family, from friends. And when they're in these interventions, I think the people that they spend time with in that moment and when like they are their friends in that moment. And I think it's important that they focus on that and not narrow down on the fact that they have this illness or have this fear because they really, I don't know, it's just... I think they really need to focus on the moment and take that social support. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually. And it's not also so obviously physical exercise has been recommended for people with dementia, but it's actually recommended to all age groups. It's known for obviously helping with both physical and mental well-being. So like physically, it helps with health conditions such as diabetes and obesity. And it's also known for having many benefits for improving mental health um, for people like with anxiety and depression. So I think it's maybe not just an elderly thing. There's also the encouragement on getting them to do activity early on in life. And then maybe that might have prevented the dementia from ever occurring. Yeah, absolutely. So I think probably a concluding statement would be that the physical activity appears a real Going back to the acceptability and feasibility of this, it really is a, um, a useful intervention, um, especially compared to other cognitive methods. So we re really recommend it going forward. Um, thank you, George. Thank you, Jade. That's all we have time for today. And we'll catch you next time on the PA podcast.